You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, Father Randall Kiesel here, broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Glad that you're with us on Real Presence Live. Uh, Before we get into our next segment, I want to encourage you, invite you to visit the website for Real Presence Radio. You find that at realpresenceradio.com. That's realpresenceradio.com, and there's great content there you can see and hear, including listening to program from your local area. Find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows. You can also submit a prayer intention. You can also nominate a priest for donuts and check out the new RPR, Real Presence Radio, clothing store. Again, that's at realpresenceradio.com. And so many it is, uh, our, our emphasis today is on men of faith, encouraging men listening there and perhaps uh, wives to encourage their husbands to be men of faith. And this last segment, we're going to address pressures and temptations that men face in our modern culture. And to work with us on that, we have Deacon Jim Borman from Christ the King Church in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Welcome on our show, Jim. Deacon Jim. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Great. Great to have you with us, Deacon. So can you tell us about uh, yourself a bit, and then tell us about your uh, working in ministry, forming Catholic leaders in the home and the church? Well, I've been ordained for a little over 20 years now. Um, I've uh, pretty much working full-time in the ministry, except for a couple of years I served in the full-time in the military. I was a uh, parish of pastoral administrator for four years in uh, two parishes in central South Dakota. And of course, I, as being a young deacon at that time, I was all full of, uh, you know, converting hearts and minds and souls. Until I realized that really couldn't be done very well. And uh, I was there to be formed myself more than forming others. But one of the things I ran into uh, was in youth ministry. And, of course, it's a ranching, farming community, and I had a lot of difficulty getting young people into youth rallies. And they would go, finally, into a youth rally, and they'd come back just floating 10 feet off the ground, so enthused with their spirituality. Mm-hmm. And then they'd go home, they'd work for a day or two in a farm, and they'd come back in, and, of course, all that excitement was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conversions of hearts you know, just weren't happening. And I began really studying that, and I decided that the real trick is for the adults to provide some sort of conversional program for the adults, and if I could accomplish that, then it would work throughout their entire family. Mm. And I finally ran into an opportunity with the program Batman is You to be able to do just that. We're actually beginning our eighth year at Christ the King. We started uh, with about 38 to 40 men, and right after the first semester, it dropped to about 25, and then the second semester, it dropped to about 14 to 16, <coughs> and that's where we're at right now. So we've been in that general area for the last uh, eight years, and basically what we do is we form men into spiritual leaders in the home and the church community. And it's really a transformational program. It's amazing what I've been able to observe uh, watching men and, and how they react to their families, their church, to ministries, into their, into their uh, secular community. 
Um, many wives have made comments on this. Some are jealous that they don't have a program like that for them. Hmm. But really, we're looking at forming church leaders, family leaders, and that's where the man really comes into the strength. Um, some of the wives have commented, what have you done with my husband? And hmm. I answer, well, do you like it? And they said, oh, yes. And, of course, we had a, a sport small, short program for the wives called Fruit of the Vine, and they love that. But it's the men themselves that are forming this really cohesive spiritual community, and they're just absolutely enthused uh, at what they've been able to accomplish. They're, they're so, and they're, they so enjoy this program that even in the off-season during the summer, we still meet every Thursday morning at uh, Bagel Boy. And, of course, we solve all the world's ills. But a great deal of spirituality is, uh, is also discussed during these meetings. Deacon, I've noticed a... that the men have a far greater confidence in their role in spirituality as leaders in the home and the church. They're, they're much better community participation. Well, Deacon, uh, moment here. The fantastic fruitfulness you're describing, and we could praise the God for how this is leading to, to conversion of men. Can you tell any, any of our listeners out there and tell, share with us about the program, That Man Is You? What, what does it consist of? How does it work in your experience uh, that's influencing the men that, uh, in the group that you're a part of? Well, we come together uh, quite early. Uh, that's, that's kind of a turnoff for some people, but for the core of the group, it, it's great because we come together a little before 6 in the morning. We'll generally have a rosary or some other prayer. And then we'll have breakfast, a social uh, mm-hmm. a social hour, for maybe a half hour or so. Then we watch a prepared presentation by That Man Is You, which this year, of course, we're focusing on Joseph. And it's the spirituality of Joseph, the spirituality of Joseph in the man and the family and in the church and so forth, as, as we can model him. Then we'll have uh, about a half hour of, of sharing and sharing experiences and sharing thoughts or answering questions. And, of course, everybody's kicked off by 7.30 so they can go to work. Mm-hmm. And it really works out well. Well, very good. And then, so then what, each year, does the program have a different theme? Or how, how does it work regarding the selection of themes? This year, having St. Joseph makes a lot of sense uh, with the year of St. Joseph. I'm not sure if if uh, that was planned before our Holy Father named a year of St. Joseph or after. But uh, how are the, the topics, and maybe in other years, how were they chosen? Well, they're all chosen by that man as you. And the mm-hmm. first couple of years, of course, were very uh, inspiring, I think first three or four years were very inspiring. Uh, a couple of years ago, they had kind of a year that maybe wasn't quite so inspiring, and we weren't getting the participation mm-hmm. uh, halfway through the semester. Uh, people were dropping out. They, they weren't coming to the meetings. But then the year after that, we got another inspiring year. Uh, we've, we've been, we have studied Mary. We have studied the Church. We have studied uh, the occasion of sin, what sin was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've uh, and, of course, this year is this is St. Joseph, and this is extremely inspiring. The men are really picking this up right now. We even had a new person come in this time. Okay. So it's, a, it's, reaching, it's an outreach, and we're always constantly inviting other people in. Oh, very good. So what kind of things do the men then, uh, have you seen 
practical transitions for them as they deepen their faith, they deepen their commitment to our Lord and one another? What what sort of fruitfulness has that had in the parish? Uh, it's having quite a bit of impact on the members as well as also the ministries of the church. Most members have already have become involved in other groups like the KCs, uh, St. Vincent de Paul, and parish memory, uh, parish ministries. Uh, they're also involved in, uh, in family group functions. Uh, they've got a newfound camaraderie. They're, they're much more uh, willing to volunteer for a Eucharistic minister, for usher, uh, for readers. Uh, so they've really become much more involved in their community. One of, uh, one of our gentlemen this morning uh, proclaimed that uh, PMI, or PMIY, that man is you, forced me to look at how important the Father's influence is in the family and in the church. This enables us all to see ourselves in a new light. And this alone keeps us together. It has become a spring of impetus for me and for the other men. I would not be doing any of the programs or ministries or groups if it were not for that man as you. Another said, when I begin to participate in that man as you, I was just going through the motions of the Catholic. That man as you has brought me much deeper in my faith, and I wish it could have, I could have had this experience much earlier in my life. Mm-hmm. So we're getting witnesses like that. You know, it's really affecting these men's lives, and it's affecting their families, their marriages, and their participation in the church. Mm-hmm. And what about in family life? Because I, I just happened to look up the website here. Uh, that man is you. It looks like it's uh, paradisiusdei.org. Is that the right one here, Deacon? That is correct, yes. Yes, I, they, and I encourage men and wives go on this as well because you're, you know, together husbands and wives have formed their home life and their, their children. There is an emphasis on uh, that God wants families to benefit and profit towards eternal life and the eternal paradise. Uh, can you share a little bit more about the emphasis of that man as you in, for the benefit of marriages and the benefit of home life? Well, all the women that I've talked to about this over the past few years or so have been very encouraged about their about their husbands' participations in the in the that man is you. Uh, they're thrilled because they see a much more peaceful person in their husband. Uh, their children uh, seem to be uh, quite noticing of the differences in their fathers. I've talked to a couple of uh, kids who are my servers, and they said the father is, has become more calm, not as argumentative, and they look forward to going to church with their father now, where they weren't before. So it's really had quite an effect on both the family and the marriage. Um, Several years ago, we ran a program where I think we had three candlelight dinners for the members of that man as you and their wives. It was catered, uh, and the wives just loved that. They loved being part of the organization. They could see how it changed their husbands. Um, and, of course, they became much more participative, not only in church ministries, but in what was going on in their families. Uh, they weren't as absent anymore. They didn't come home and, and go to their office and shut the door and, and let everybody's noise and everything uh, be isolated. They came out of their offices, and they, and they joined the family in activities, and and the family's really improved over this whole thing. Wow. That sounds like a great program where uh, 
more of these can happen. Uh, how would you recommend if somebody's listening and they say, hey, wh- how do I get involved with such a program? What would you uh, have them to know? Well, I've tried many different ways to gather the adults and, and specifically the men into various different programs. All of them failed. And I believe they failed because it came from a, an ordained minister. However, this particular that man, as you, grew up from grassroots. Men became interested. They had already been involved in, in that man, as you, in other parishes, and now they wanted to bring it to their parish. So that was a rather powerful impetus, and it grew from grassroots up. And, of course, I encouraged it the entire way. Uh, uh, pastors have encouraged it. Uh, and so it grew, and, and it's become a, quite a powerful group. But this, I think, is what has to happen. We have to get men interested in at least going to the program, maybe in some other parish first. And so they can Mm -hmm. see the effects, and they can listen to the teaching, and they can feel the effects themselves. And then they can come back and get interested in forming their own group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. And I notice here that the the, basically the, the program has three primary... Uh, impacts you know one a deeply personal relationship with Jesus uh, then growth in faith and holiness which is union with the will of God and then helping your family to do the same that uh, the the father the husband will have the same uh, uh, sharing that he is himself is experiencing and is there any particular aspect if we go back into this deacon how does the program help the the man to grow in relationship with Jesus are there any particular things that you recall over the past several years that have done that? Well, I think all the presentations are, are spiritually based, even though they may sound a little catechetical from time to time. Uh, the spirituality is there. We're learning more about our, our Lord and Savior Jesus. We're learning more about the Father. We're learning more about the Holy Spirit. We're learning more about ourselves. We're learning more about the Church. And it can't help but have a, a deep effect. Uh, on these men. Um, one of the gentlemen that we have is not Catholic, and he's been coming for eight years. Hmm. Wow. He, said, he, told, yeah, he told me this morning, I was invited by a friend who promised I wouldn't have to be Catholic. My church is not big enough to have an adult men's group, but I wanted to continue to grow in my spirituality. The other men in that man has new created a great group of positive influences. The discussions and conversations we have continue to encourage me to grow in my faith and in my relationship with my wife. I like that man as you because it is a great escape from the daily negativity. Being able to discuss the negativity out on the street and hear how others deal with it helps us all work better together. It is encouraging, uplifting, and supporting as we all go through our lives together. Mm-hmm. And is so we there have an- these marvelous marvelous witnesses that go on to this program. Mm-hmm. One aspect from the, I know as a deacon, you know, as also as a priest and a pastor, how, how does it impact into the sacramental life? Uh, have you seen growth there, especially perhaps confession um, and emphasis on the Eucharist? Uh, what have you seen through the program in those areas? I have seen men come into the church by themselves that weren't coming before. Mm-hmm. And they'll sit before the tabernacle, or they'll sit right near the altar. Um, and I encourage them to get even closer if they if they like. And they come in and they pray on their own. 
Uh, during the day, if they have a lunch hour, they might come in at the lunch hour. If they get off early, they might stop by the church first. And these were men that weren't even beginning to have any kind of a prayer life beforehand. And now they're not only praying, but I see them when they come on Sundays with their families, the whole family kneels down and prays together now. And that really wasn't happening before. So the whole prayer life is being enriched, not just for the men, but for their entire families as well. There's much more participation. They don't come five seconds before the Mass and join our, uh, our, our procession. They're here a half hour early, and most of the time they're kneeling down in prayer. Or maybe they're engaged in a conversation with somebody else around them. But they're here, they're early, they stay afterward, and they have a social time together. So it's really marvelous. It's much more communicated and participated in the church life. Thank you, Deacon. We're going to pause here for just a break. We're with Deacon Jim Borman from Christ the King Church in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. He's sharing with us how to form Catholic leaders in the home and the church through That Man Is You. Real Presence Radio will be back in just a few minutes. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Today's Real Presence Live broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Rose Management, affordable housing provided, serving North Dakota and Minnesota, 701-237-6840 or rosemanagement.net. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're with Father Randall Kazel here at the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. 
And we're blessed to have with us this morning Deacon Jim Borman from Christ the King Catholic Church in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Thank you for being with us, Deacon. Thank you. And we're talking this morning with Deacon Boerman about forming Catholic leaders in the home and in the church, and especially our emphasis today on men of faith. And so, Deacon, we were just talking about how uh, the advantages that men have found in their growth in faith, and, and uh, you know, there's needs that men have. And what, what sort of needs do you see in men, especially of our time now, and how is that need being met in the program, uh, That Man Is You? What do you see? Well, I think men are, are a little standoffish. They they don't like to share very much. I've experienced that, you know, in the military as well. But that man is you invites these men to open up, uh, and they and they're they're a part of a group of like minded individuals. And I believe that this, that encouragement to open up and sharing with the rest of the group has really opened these men up, and then they've blossomed in in their ability to share their faith. And now they share it with, well, just about everybody they come across. Most importantly, of course, their wives and their families. Mm-hmm. But I've seen them evangelizing other people in the parish at the same time because they have that ability now to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is there is that fundamental need. I, I agree with you that when we receive the faith... Uh, we can't just keep it to ourselves. It, there's a an interior principle at work that the receiving the gift, the gift only grows when it's given. So you, you have to give it, you have to share it, uh, and then the deep satisfaction that comes when you receive and then you give and it grows. So you just want to keep giving. Uh, at least that's what the, the, the tendency, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit wants to have happen. And, and uh, no, that's great, Deacon. Uh, so what, what else do you see? You know, what would you recommend for men who are listening to this, not involved in that man as you, to, to have some kind of recognition? What are the needs in their heart? Uh, what, what ought they to do about it? Well, I'm not sure this delves into the into the fact that men are just they're they're macho and they don't like to share. They view they view sharing as, as a kind of a weakness, really. Um, they they don't like to share their spirituality for fear of looking weak in front of other people. So they need to find a program in which they can open up and share, in which they're encouraged to share their spirituality. Uh, I, I've known men that were just incredibly spiritual, but wouldn't begin to think about talking to anyone else about it. And we, I've, I've been able to do this in spiritual direction sessions, so I know it's there. But finding a group that these men can share with is, is extremely vital. That man is you does that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to affirm that, Deacon, you know, that we, we have... Uh, Many of the writings of saints, including uh, men saints, you know, many laymen as well as those in the clergy, uh, they wrote down their spiritual testaments or spiritual letters that we have in, uh, in times past that that's how the faith would be shared. And of course, not, not to mention also in community life. Uh, but you hit on a, a key need that any man out there listening, there is a need not only to be invested in receiving the grace and faith, but also then to go out and share it. Uh, the apostles have that great example of being evangelizers. And when we read the letters of St. Paul, 
he's sharing the faith, and he's talking about how he's sharing the faith. The Acts of the Apostles is uh, that idea all running through that book of Scripture in the New Testament, how the apostles shared the faith, what they persevered through and endured. Uh, so there's a sense in which it, this, that man is used also, it seems, apostolic, uh, that it calls men to a higher purpose. Do, do you see that, that there is this general calling through the program for men? Yes, absolutely. Uh, to be able to reach out and to lead their families, uh, that's a major need, not only in, in the family, but also in the church. We need more effective leaders in our church to open up and to, to be able to show that worship is a wonderful thing to do. And, and to share that, that feeling, that worship, that spirituality that we all have. And that man, as you, actually helps to grow these male leaders, these men. I, I heard of a, a survey a long time ago that, that uh, in single-family homes, if the woman is the head of the family, a very, very low percentage of their children will follow her faith. Hmm. But if the man is the one the only one there, then there's a very high percentage of participation in the children. Hmm. That's very interesting, and, and there's truth in that, uh, that there is a concrete aspect of the father practicing. I, I've heard of that, too, say if the, the, if the mother practices but the father doesn't practice, uh, then the children will tend to follow the dad uh, in that way. So that the, the masculine fatherly influence is very important for the development of young people and the children. Um, what would you suggest for men in general that, that you found as you look around and see husbands and fathers and families? Uh, what kinds of practices do you see men uh, that fosters that development? What sorts of things should dads do in their home uh, to teach, to educate, to form the young minds and to be leaders within the home? I think prayer is a big one, that they be seen praying, uh, and they invite the members of the families to pray with them. Uh, most especially, uh, well, both the, the teenage uh, children, both males and females, are very influenced by being invited into uh, some sort of a sharing with their fathers. And I think that this has a tremendous influence on them. Um, children who seem to get into trouble a lot don't have that influence at all. And those that seem to be quite holy, if you look more closely, you'll find that, that they have a, a family that prays, and it's usually the father that leads that prayer. He's the example of that spirituality that really the children are looking for and they can't find. So the father really is extremely important in being able to instill uh, a life of prayer and spirituality in their children, mm -hmm. a desire to come to Mass, a desire to pray. Hmm. That's very good, Deacon. You're giving us gold. And so uh, all our men out there, I encourage you, and also uh, the, the wives, perhaps uh, there'll be a replay of this on Saturday, I think, uh, but we'll have another chance to hear this or come back to the website. Uh, Deacon, we're getting soon to wind down our interview. Do you have any last thoughts that you would share about that man as you and about encouraging men uh, to address their spiritual needs in their heart? I think they should actively go out and search for a, a group of, of uh, that man as you who is, who is active. Uh, they, they're more than welcome to come to Christ the King Church. 
Uh, we have other parishes in our in Sioux Falls that also have programs similar to that running. Uh, just go out and find a church. Find a, a group within the church that is being able to do this. The pastor should know what's going on in his parish. So he can direct these men to a program that would be uh, viable and useful for them. All right. Deacon Jim Boorman from Christ the King Church, Diocese of Sioux Falls, thank you for being with us this morning, and uh, thank you for your ministry and service in the life of the Diocese of Sioux Falls and for the church. And God bless you. We'll pray for each other. And men of Sioux Falls, you can find uh, Deacon Boorman at Christ the King, and that man is you. And you can also perhaps uh, contact the parish there if you're looking for that man as you closer to you, if you're not close to uh, where Christ the King Church is. But um, I encourage you men to be involved and to grow in your interior faith. Thank you, Deacon, for being with us this morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity. God bless you. Thank you, and God bless you too. And so our listeners out there, we've had a great deal of uh, good information for our Men of Faith theme this morning, and I want to give a little bit more encouragement here in the last few minutes we have left before we uh, sign out for this day's program. And one of the ideals we have, men and also women, uh, all who are listening, to grow in holiness. I was doing some spiritual reading this morning in the Diary of St. Faustina, and I happened upon uh, it's paragraph 1107. Uh, during meditation, St. Faustina wrote, God gave her an interior light and an understanding of what sanctity is and of what it consists. And I, once I read that, I had to read the following paragraphs. I was like, yes, I need to be reminded of this. And so I want to share this blessing with you uh, from our Lord through St. Faustina. And so St. Faustina went on to write, Although I had heard these things many times in conferences, the soul understands them in a different way when it comes to know them through the light of God, which illumines it. So uh, what she's saying there is many times we can hear you know, the saying, what it means to be holy, and this is what it is, and that's what it is. But St. Faustina went on to write, the grace that God gave her, she wrote, neither graces, nor revelations, nor raptures, nor gifts granted to a soul make it perfect, but rather the intimate union of the soul with God. Uh, let me say that again. This is what St. Faustina wrote, neither graces, nor revelations, nor raptures, nor gifts granted to a soul make it perfect but rather the intimate union of the soul with God. And she goes on, These gifts are merely ornaments of the soul, but constitute neither its essence nor its perfection. Writing of herself, My sanctity and perfection consist in the close union of my will with the will of God. God never violates our free will. It is up to us whether we want to receive God's grace or not. It is up to us whether we will cooperate with it or waste it. Let us seek union with the will of God, my brothers and sisters, and especially those men out there, and ask for Mary's help to understand. And so we're ready to go into a break here, and then we come back, we'll have our final words. And, oh, we're going to turn over to Eli right now, excuse me. Eli, ready to take it over for a uh, preview of the next show? For sure. Thanks, Father. Great show today. A lot of really good, interesting segments. It's, it's always it was. interesting to hear what's, what's going to be on the show, and uh, today's was definitely a good one. Praise God. Well, thank you. And thanks to all those out there who helped put it together and for all who are on today. Absolutely. And there's another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Craig Holkhalter, coming to you live from Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. He'll start off the show with Catherine Cassidy. She'll share an opportunity to visit different religious orders. 
plus hear from some special students uh, from uh, last week's Know Your Faith competition, plus a special guest from the Catholic Social Services in Rapid City talking about anxiety in uh, teens and young adults. Sure to be an interesting topic there as well. That's all coming up and much more tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And, Father, you mentioned uh, earlier in the show, but I just want to underline it again about the Real Presence Radio store that is now open at realpresenceradio.com slash store. You can find all sorts of cool stuff, uh, jackets, pullovers, polos, dress shirts, cardigans, and much more. Plus, 10% of each item you purchase comes back to us here at Real Presence Radio. So it's a great way to support the mission and get some cool stuff to, uh, you know, to show your appreciation of Real Presence Radio. That's realpresenceradio.com slash store. And it's only open till March 1st. So you'll want to get, mm. uh, get in there and, and get some of that cool, cool swag, cool merch uh, before that closes. So realpresenceradio.com slash store. Right back to you, Father. Oh, thank you, Eli. Yeah, now is the time to do that because it's a uh, limited time until March 1st to go and check those things out. And so our good listeners out there, your great blessing here to have Catholic Radio. I encourage you to continue to not only help support Catholic Radio, uh, but also to listen and to promote it among your friends, your families, your acquaintances. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, there's a replay of the various shows. You can also go to the website, realpresenceradio.com. Org and re-listen or listen to these if you miss them. Uh, finally, again, just some encouragement to our men out there. Uh, men are the key and the growth for growth and holiness within the life of the church. Uh, we need holy husbands and fathers. We need holy single men dedicated to seeking the will of God. And we need holy priests. Uh, we need holiness all through the church. And it comes through that one way that St. Faustina says, union of the will with God. So many times we need to seek that will with Jesus. One of the best ways with Jesus in the garden, Father, not my will but yours be done. Uh, many blessings in that. And with that, I want to conclude with a blessing. So may the Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Real Presence Radio Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.